Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio the dial. Pen and Maggie Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> Welcome to the Pen and Mikey Show. Tonight's podcast is in 3D. Yep, we got Dinkus, Dipshit, and Douchebag, all three of us here. <laughs> three, the three Ds. You know, I, I, I don't know why I ever got in the radio business, because here I am do, still doing it, kind of. Right, guys? I mean, this is like radio, sort of. What are you doing? Radio. It's like a little mini radio show, these podcasts, you yeah, know? Yeah. They're easier. They pay less. They're fun. <laughs> They're funner. But, uh, you know, I... I when I was in you know, you know the difference, though? What? You can't get fired from this one. Yes, that's, see, that's the good news. That's the good news. And speaking of that, I talked to Jason Wolf today. He called me. I said, well, you can't fire me now. You, you don't even work there. <laughs> um, Is I, he coming I was, on the show? I was going to maybe. You know what? He said he wouldn't mind. When I was in college, I'm thinking, you know, because I went to college. Uh, somebody told me you should go into gynecology. Oh. And I told him, you know, I said, I'll, I'll look into it. <laughs> but I, 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 so I took three years. I got out of college after getting my gynecology degree. I, I couldn't find any openings. <laughs> you, you are so, you guys are so far behind. God, how's that? All right, so here we are, radio people, and uh, it's Planet Mikey podcast number thirty. And Smitty's here, and Ben Kitchen is here, and uh, we're uh, watching old. And I have a quiz for you later. Old highlights from the NBA from the season's over. Yeah, you have a quiz? I have a quiz. Mm. We'll do it a little bit later. Can I just mention that NBA thing since I've already brought it up? I can't stand the way now the stars of the game have taken over the general manager positions amongst themselves. Oh, well, I want to play in this city because it's nice there with this guy because he's a friend of mine. And I'm going to get a top $30 million a year salary because I want to because I'm a star. I'm going to, like, ruin this team by jumping ship and going over to this team so I can play with my friend. The Stars are running the league. Yeah, that's great. Why is that great? I'd rather have them have the power than the owners and the GMs. I heard you say that on your Sunday show on 103.7, whatever it was. It was Saturday or Sunday. You were talking to uh, Dondero there. Yeah. Don, De- Don Diego de la Vega there. Yep, you got it. And I heard you talking about that, and I thought to myself, no, the players yes. can't tell you where they want to play. It's not sure a pickup game. You're a property. Listen, they can because you know what? The teams are going to constantly bow down to them anyway. But it's so bad. Is it? Yes, it Why? is. It's because it's, it's, it's contrived. It's, you don't win a championship legitimately that way. You're orchestrating the whole thing. Friggin' LeBron right. James. It's always being orchestrated. But LeBron James is orchestrating uh, the whole fucking league now. I'm so sick of his ass. <laughs> That's really what it is. It's just you hate LeBron. It's not just LeBron. It's these all these guys. They jump around where they want. You know, don't you think it's... it's I like it. You because do? they move more. And it creates more excitement. Well, why don't they just have a lottery every year and then they pick, like, pick teams that way? That'd be awesome. Every year there was a fantasy draft in the NBA? That'd be great. Yeah, and, and oh, but all the players have to cooperate. That'd be great. Yeah, so LeBron could end up... That'd be amazing. Le- LeBron could end up in New Orleans playing with a bunch of dinks if his luck is bad. Yeah. Instead of saying, oh, you know what? I think I need uh, Anthony uh, Davis uh, to, so I can go back to winning again. You know, he's a, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm so sick of him. 
God, who does who does he think you know the chosen one? You know, on his tattooed on his back. I'm so sick of him and his giant ego. All right, I've said it. I'm, I'm all done talking basketball. You can talk about it if you want to. I'm all set. I'm all set. You're all I know done. where this conversation is going to go, and I opt not to continue <laughs> I, with this I, journey. I, I hate LeBron. I know I'm you done, do. But I'm done talking about him. I, I, really, I really am. I'm hey, talking. look. LeBron James, $37.4 million. See what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's also the worst expression. Do you see what I'm saying? No, I don't see. People say that all the time. No, you're not a comic book. You see what I'm saying? No, I do not. I hear what you're saying only. Um, speaking of athletes, I want to throw this story out there because it's uh, delightful, as is the personality of Len Dykstra. You guys hip to the Len Dykstra story yet? Absolutely. Did you hear what happened to him? The latest one? Yeah. Nope. Here's another in the long list of bizarre Len Dykstra stories. He spent nine hours in a dumpster di- <laughs> d- diving. What? Dumpster diving outside a Jersey Mike sub shop. I'm not even sure that makes the top ten of his. Was that his to words. promote Jer- Jersey Mike's or? Well, no, no, his, no. His new line of dumpsters. He had a little misadventure. He uh, he was eating a sub inside, and, and his quote is: "The bread is so hard on those subs." He told the New Jersey Advanced Media Tuesday, I took my teeth out. He has dentures. And I put them in a napkin, folded it up, and forgot them there. Left them there on the table there. So he left the restaurant two miles from his home, later realized he'd forgotten his teeth. Now, how do you not, <laughs> how do you not know when your teeth aren't in your head, right? Meth <laughs> is a powerful drug. So he, uh, he went back. The workers said they threw all the napkins in the garbage. I told him there's no effing way I'm leaving without my effing teeth. You, well, you already did once. <laughs> again, again. Again. The dentures especially made with bone marrow and valued at $80,000. Nope, said. that's a lie. That's what he said. Yeah, he's as so full of shit as it gets. He, he, he grabbed a friend of his, name, a, a, a tag team wrestler who goes by the name Sprinkles the Clown, and had him <laughs> helping him digging through the dumpster. Sprinkles the clown, and Sprinkles tweeted about it. Was Sprinkles in full makeup? I I, I don't know, but he, tw- he Sprinkles tweeted to his followers, "You want to come help me and Lenny Dykstra look for his dentures tonight? Does anyone? This is a serious question from Sprinkles the clown. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Who doesn't have that many serious questions? <laughs> so they dug through the dumpster for nine hours. Dykstra said he found his teeth. Early Sunday, Father's Day. He said, I was there nine oh. hours. I thought, <laughs> I th- nine hours? I thought the cops were going to arrest me for trespassing, but I wasn't leaving my teeth there in the dumpster. No way I was leaving them there. In his biography, House of Nails, a memoir of life on the edge, Dykstra wrote that he lost his real teeth after jail guards in Los Angeles beat him in his cell and oh. then again in the hospital. The damage was so severe that his remaining teeth had to be removed, Dykstra oh. said. He's so full of shit. <laughs> uh, this guy, a friend of his, a pawn sh- uh, perfect pawn owner, Dan Rissus, who is Dykstra's close New Jersey friend, said he arranged for a dentist and a baseball fan in Minnesota to make Dykstra's dentures free of charge about a year ago. When he loses those teeth for good, I'll arrange for him to get more dentures. I love the guy, but he's Lenny Dykstra. He's from another planet. That's <laughs> but he got his teeth back. Isn't that a happy ending? Don't you guys like happy endings? Even if it's Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> what a shitball. Even shit if it's ball. Bob Kraft. He is such a shit nutcraft. Uh, 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 Lenny Dykstra's a shitball. 
Hey, Smitty, I want to thank you for the ice-cold Dasani water. No problem. It's uh, my pleasure. We uh, we like to keep our guests uh, hydrated. Hydrated. Now, mo- can we move on to a real serious topic? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You sure? Go ahead. Because that Lenny story was pretty serious. I know. <clears throat> okay, so you've heard that there there are women. Yeah, I've who, heard that there are women. Well, who, you know, who were men. Mm. You probably heard about that, too. Mm-hmm. They were men, and they became women. That's called, what's that called? Trans, uh... Is this going to be the gender? Un- the un-PC uh, segment of the podcast? Well, I, I don't know about, you know, un-PC. I'm just trying to get down to the, the, the basics of this, this story, which is, I mean, I don't... Doesn't it just make look, her a woman now? The nuts and bolts of the story? Look, Why I don't does it have to be trans? If somebody be a woman identifies as a woman, and they're a man, okay, let's say you're a man, you shave... But, like, you still look like a guy. You have a wiener. You know, you have a, a nutsack, <laughs> and you shave your face. You say, oh, I'm a guy, but God, I feel like a woman. I, uh, that's no, fine. you're a guy. I don't want you to go through any kind of mental anguish over it. Just do whatever you want to do to be happy. But don't tell me that you have the right to run the 100-meter races in a girl's track meet, and you're a guy, and that that's fair to anybody. It, it just isn't. Now, Connecticut, <laughs> my home state, everybody had a domination of the women's annual track meet uh, this year by by guys. Two guys broke records and Now these are guys identifying as women. Yeah. Or are they in transition? We all you know they're I don't know. <laughs> I don't, do I really know what the difference is? I think there's a big difference. I don't know. But so, <clears throat> so there's that, a big difference. If you're starting to take treatments and starting to have surgeries and stuff, I I think there's a big difference than if you're just a dude showing okay. up having freshly shaved your face, and I, I'm a, I'm a woman today. Right. That's, there's a big difference. <laughs> well, there's a difference, but do is that should that be a qualifier or should the qualifier be no? You're you're a guy and you can't run in this race. I mean, I don't care how many shots you've had or or, or you know what kind of implants you've had or what what you know. I don't care. You have testosterone. You know, we all know this, and this is not being I don't think sexist at all. Men run faster, and are stronger than women, as a rule. Now, there are women that are stronger than me. So they have the, the, a, a bill that was uh, the House of Representatives voted 236 to 173 in favor of the Equality Act, which would require schools to include male athletes who identify as transgender girls on female sports teams. Now, a lot of the female athletes, elite ones, have come out and said, that's not fair. Okay, Martina Navratilova, who said, no, you can't do that. Because all those women who have been training and working to try to be the best woman athlete, and they're, they're athletes, just yep. like anybody else, they're getting screwed uh, in this deal. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, represent, uh, Republican Arizona Representative Debbie Lesko said, people need to wake up. This radical bill is going to totally eliminate women's and girls' sports. She dubbed it the Inequality Act and says that it's totally unfair. What do you guys think? I agree. Well, I don't think it's going to totally eliminate women's sports because the reality is this is still an extreme minority situation. It's biology. Well, no, I, I agree with that. It's but, but, not science. It's biology. You're right. Yeah. I mean, but the reality is there's so few people actually doing it. We see it more because it's so rare that it happens to make the news. Okay. But that that's why it won't destroy women's sport. But I understand the spirit, and I do believe the spirit of that. Okay, so Missy over here, been working her whole life to Where try to she? be the best. Well, I'm just making, I'm pointing over here, gesticulating as if there was a woman in the Why room. is her name Missy? I don't know. So Missy's been working her whole life. She's a high school senior. Her name's Melissa. We call her Missy for short. Every Relax, Every day, every summer, she practices, runs. And... 
competing because she wants to be the best. Now all of a sudden, here comes you know dipshit Don over here who says, <laughs> who says you know, no, I'm a woman now, you know, I'm going to run this race and I'm going to beat you because I'm a woman now. Uh, let me shave first. And he's going to run the race two seconds faster than her and destroy what she's worked on for her entire life. Why? Because he's confused or maybe not even confused. Maybe he's totally sure that he's a woman. He just doesn't have the DNA. He doesn't have the, the estrogen. I have the solution. What's that? Anyone who's in transition that wants to compete in sports should compete with other people in transition. Yeah. That's a great answer. And they have the transition team. It's that's exactly it's, but it's demoralizing for these female athletes, I think, and I don't think it's fair. I, I just can't. They they got to fix that. And Jerry Nadler, you know, that little turd of a human, that little rounded little what is he? Used to be real fat. Fat Jerry. Well, he said that the bill would not put female athletes at a disadvantage. He's excellent at pandering, by the way. Many, many states have sexual orientation and gender identity non-discrimination laws, and all of them still have women's sports. Yeah, but who's winning? The guys are winning! That's all I'm going to say about that. Jerry should run. More. I don't think he, I don't think he can <laughs> even do that. Every, every time he, he runs, you hear... We represent the Lollipop Guild. He's a little turd. Anyway, um, am I being too harsh on these Democrats? No. Because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a libertarian. I'm not even a Republican. No. I think what, what you just said makes sense to me. It's just common sense. Of course, there are political sides that will fight to the death to defend their side. But <laughs> Well, yeah, and I'm ready for them. No, I, I'm just trying to use logic and fairness. To, you know, I really. I mean, I... I can't imagine what it would be like if it were reversed. If women could run faster than men, can you imagine that? Huh. You'd never get any. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, another Democrat here that I just want to mention, this is kind of really insane. I'm going to ask what Ben thinks of this because I think you're, you're a Democrat. Aren't I you? am not, but I used to be. Used to be. Mm -hmm. I'm not a Republican either. But Governor Cuomo. Yes. Uh, in New York signed a bill that was passed into law in New York, which is... Which is uh, fulfilling one of the top priorities of the left wing of the Democratic Party. But does it make sense to New Yorkers? Oh, boy. This isn't going to be good, is it? The, the, the bill that's passed has allowed uh, illegal aliens in New York to get driver's licenses. Wait. Wait, are these driver's licenses with their photos on them? Yeah, well, yeah, right. Driver's licenses, ID. But, but wait, I, I thought photo IDs were like way too expensive as far as you know, regarding voter fraud and all well, that stuff. They're claiming that it will make the roads safer. Oh, I see. Yeah, because everybody, no matter if you're the illegal alien or not, everybody, the first priority is always having a car properly insured. What's the difference? They already had cab licenses. It's, well, aren't those guys mostly from Africa? The I cab drivers? I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. You go to New York. They're, they're from Nigeria and from the Congo and so forth. And by the way, they're really good at their jobs. Mm. Better than those Lyft drivers. <laughs> <laughs> but my point here is that if you give a, a, a form, a document, uh, like a driver's license to somebody, my first thought is people will use it for other purposes. Such as? Voting. Voting. Oh, that's a... Buying guns. Oh, my God. Getting on airplanes? Can it no, be? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, registering your child at, in, in a school system, whatever it is, it's an ID card and it's a driver's license, and it, most people consider it pretty pretty valid. They do it at airports. Now, this is for illegals. Yes. What about all the people who 
came over here the right way and paid all that money and went through all those years of waiting and trying. <laughs> Doing it the right way, the, the fair way, uh, the, the lawful way. So they would yeah. arrive in America because they wanted to be American. They wanted to follow our, the Constitution. And they got in line. Yeah. They yeah. got in line, which is like what you do in, in this country when it's, when it's your turn, you're next. But you can't cut the line, right? So if you come in and you get a driver's license, then you, you're potentially also taking the job uh, away of a driver job of, or so, of some sort or a delivery guy from someone who is a citizen or who's an, a, a, a person from another country who came here and waited and became a citizen. You're taking those jobs away. Those are, there are those who like to confuse the public by using the word resident in place of citizen. Right. Thinking right. that. Yeah. Right. But a resident is not a citizen because you're you're really a visitor until you become a citizen or you're a guest, right? Yep. And like for example, Ben, if a tick lodged onto your ass mm. when you're out in the woods mm-hmm. and it stayed there for like six years, he would be a resident of your ass. Right? Yeah, and he could technically evict me. <laughs> <laughs> what what? <laughs> no, you didn't hear about this case? The tick that evicted the the human? No, no, no. This like couple rented out their house or something like that for a little while, and they were out of the country, living in their other house in like Europe. They come back. These people have been living in their house for like three years. Yeah, and they have squatters' rights, so they can't kick them out. Three years, but they don't own the house. No, (gasps) that can't that can't be real. So they can't kick them out. Is that did that happen? Yeah, it's in like California. That frightens me. Well, the point is, that fucked up place. This. Well, Cal- California—that's a whole different. That's that's not even like America now. The way that the way that state is, you know, they have like a thirty percent of their population. Now, the information has been passed on to me, and it was in the light of this all this David Ortiz saga. Yes, you know, and a lot of attention being focused on the Dominican Republic. Mm. I've been there once. I stayed in the resort. Didn't have any issues my, myself. But uh, you didn't dry- die under mysterious no. circumstances like no. every other American drink- there in the last six months. I, I never drink out of the the bar that's the, you know the the in in room bar, the mini bar, mini bar. So this is, uh, but it is as you're driving from the airport to the to the resort, you you can see it's a it's a dicey scenario. Sure, you know it's not uh, it's third world. So this is the information that I've gotten, and this this is this was from the, the uh, Twitter account only in Boston, which has a zillion followers. 1.9 million people with Dominican origin live in the United States. And by the way, every Dominican I've ever met, I enjoyed their company. Mm. I liked them very much. Okay, so I'm, this is not in any way, uh, you know, a negative uh, on people who are Dominican. Amadi, my friend my, who plays saxophone, brings chicken down here. That's Dominican chicken made by somebody <laughs> up near good? Lowell. It's awesome. Yeah. It's Pollo. The, it's the best stuff. I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, because I love the Dominican people. In fact, I, I love Hispanic people in general very, very much. I, I enjoy them. Uh but this is more of an indicator of what's going on in this country as far as immigration, because nobody has any idea what's going on with immigration. And I think the way to find out what's going on is to become a Lyft driver. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's very, very educational. Um, according to Only in Boston, 1.9 million people live in the United States who are Dominican. 172,000 Dominicans reside in Massachusetts. 172,000 is, is more than the population of Framingham, right? Yes. Framingham's seventy to 80,000. Uh, according to this, the Massachusetts Latino population is projected to reach 1.15 million in the year 2035, or 15% of the state's population. Legally? 
Uh, it doesn't say that. It mm. says that the Latino population doesn't say legally or illegally. It will be 15% mm. of the state's population. Now, the problem therein is if uh, all those kids are not, let's say, legal citizens and they're going to going to schools and the school systems and be getting police protection and hospital benefits, uh, you know, health care benefits, emergency room, fire, road improvements, they're not paying any taxes. So you're going to have a a pull on the economy of Massachusetts based on the fact that there's so many people who aren't paying taxes, you know, living in the, in your community. It's just a, it's a huge burden. So here's my solution. You ready? Ready. It's called the red, white, and blue card. And the only way you get one is if you're a, a, an actual citizen of the country and it has your picture on it. It has your thumbprint it has an associated PIN number that you're responsible for, for ease of use. Because, I mean, if we can use credit cards online and buy things, lots of things, using a PIN number and a credit card, shouldn't we be able to identify a citizen based on a card and a PIN number? Isn't it easier to do if you have their picture right on the card? Say, oh, okay, that's you, yeah. And, and, and if there's a thumbprint there, too, in case you commit a crime. Now everybody's on equal footing. Everybody has everybody's thumbprint. So if somebody commits a crime, we're going to know who did it, legal or illegal. Mm. And the PIN number is so that you can use it for quick entry into various things. Now, at Disney, at Disney World, when you walk in there, and Ben hasn't been there since when? 1988. When you go to... I was three. You were three? I was three. When you go to Disney World, they, before, when you went to the park... You give them your ticket, and then they they put your thumbprint. They have you put your. Are you serious? Yeah, there's a little thumbprint register thing, and that will pick it up anywhere in the park. So if you want to go from one place to another, or you have multi park entrances, they they have your thumbprint. You can just go press your thumbprint. Oh yeah, you're in. You're in, and they have it. Now here in America, you that's ask somebody for a thumbprint, up. they're like, "Oh no, that's invading my privacy." <laughs> it's your thumb, asshole. Well, and if you're not doing anything wrong, what do you care, right? Yeah. So mine are already on record anyway, so it's fine. So they are, yeah, just like yours. What was that for? Hmm. What was that for? No, don't worry about it. <laughs> and oh, if they want them, they can. Don't find worry it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he says, when I was a proctologist, I pet my thumb up my own ass. Listen, and, uh, so <laughs> not guilty. So the red, white, and blue card is for American citizens only. Now, if you're not a citizen but you have a right to be here, like you have a green card, you're <clears> working on a work permit of some sort. Now, does this hold on? Does this replace your like license or something? Do I have to? It carry can replace more anything. Shit? It can. It gets you on airplanes. It gets you into vote. Now, think about this: no voter fraud, because only citizens have these cards, and you can't vote without one. So when you go up there to vote. Let me see your record. Oh, okay. No voter fraud. That whole issue is wiped away, mm. uh, as is the issue of trying to track down people paying taxes. Now, the people who come here uh, legally or illegally. This will mean dead people can't vote anymore. Well, that's right. Oh, that's too bad. But people work for a living, okay, and, and they pay they pay a percentage of their taxes toward whatever, you know, uh, income, Social Security, you know, this this whole health care issue. How about if everybody, no matter who you are, no matter how much you make, has to pay 100 bucks a month toward a health care fund, which is, generally speaking, for anybody? You know, it doesn't matter. It's a big general fund. Like if a universal health care type situation? If, but if you're working on a, on a farm and they're paying you under the table, you're not paying that. But you're going to the hospital. If you need health care, you go to the hospital, they treat you. They have to. Mm-hmm. 
How about everybody pays 100 bucks a month no matter what? Now, if the, if the person that's working for you can't afford it, maybe the employer pays it. But it's $100 a month that every person that's in this country one way or the other has to pay. If you're here working, you have a green card. If you're here visiting, you have a yellow card. If you're a citizen, you have a red, white, and blue card. You want to do anything serious like vote? You know, or or receive free EBT benefits. Mm, or you buy gotta a have gun. it. What's that? Or buy a gun. Or buy a gun. You have to have the red, white, blue card because otherwise we're not going to deal with you. Mm. We're not going to sell a non-citizen a gun. First of all, what are you doing here? Second of all, what do you want a gun for? Can't be for anything good. Where's your red, white, and blue card? <laughs> Bing. There you go. What do you think? <laughs> Arrest them. Should no? Should, should I run for president on that platform? I think you could, Mike. You, you guys, you you, guys, you, I think we're getting closer and closer to 1984. As we get further and further away. As we get further and further away. Really? Yes. So you don't think that's a good idea? I mean, you're trying to control it's not specific... A hor- it's not a horrible idea. It it's is, not a horrible idea. It's, it's not mean-spirited. It's not mean-spirited. Because no, we that's are a where, country of immigrants, and that's I love where, immigrants. That's where all of these ideas start. It's not mean-spirited. It's rooted, but it always goes wrong. But how fair is it to treat the immigrants who have done it right and are standing in line waiting for the... To, to be an American. It's not fair. To have people just cutting the line in front of them. If you were at Disney World and someone cut the line in front of you after you've been waiting 45 minutes to go on Space Mountain, you'd be pissed at them. There are those who would call what you're saying right now hate speech. <laughs> really? <laughs> sure. But it's really rooted in fairness, not hatred. That's right. You it's know. fairness, but they, uh, they want you to think otherwise. All right. Well, fuck them. Yep. <laughs> I don't hate anybody. Hey, I, I, have, a, I have a quiz except, over here. Except Mutt. <sighs> Wait, ben, ben knew that was coming. I knew it. Nah, I don't even hate him enough to. It's just kind of a joke, though, running joke. So listen, I have a quiz. Mm, great, a quiz. I, yeah, I could give you this quiz right now if you'd like it. Let's do the <laughs> quiz. It's somewhat of an IQ test. It says here. Uh, that means Ben's going to win. Maybe Ben's very smart. First question, Mikey. Yes. A zoo has 41 animals. Okay. Six are dead. How many animals <laughs> remain? Uh, well, since a dead animal is still an animal, then it has 41. Is that your final answer? Yes. Oh. See? <laughs> Pure logic. All right, Ben. A little girl kicks a soccer ball. It goes 10 feet, but comes back to her. How is this possible? She kicked it up. Is that your final answer? Sure. She kicked the ball upwards. Straight up. That's correct. Yeah, okay. Straight up. Uh, or off a wall. I mean, there's a, there's a number of ways to answer that. <clears throat> straight up. By the way, this segment is called Straight Up. It's brought to you by Cialis. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Mikey. Yes. A is the father of B. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. But B <sighs> is not the son of A. How is this possible? Wait a minute. A is the father to B. A is the father to B. But B is not the son of A. How is that possible? Uh, we should have a timer here. A is, the fa- a is the father of B, but B is not son of A? Correct. Oh, it's a daughter. Huh. It's a daughter. B is the daughter. Yeah, see that little B? That's... Very good. Now get back in your room. (laughs) All right, Ben. Stop touching those Barbie dolls. If it took eight men ten hours to build a wall, how long would it take four men to build it? 
Say that one more time. <clears throat> Can you use it in a sentence, please? Yes, please. Now, are these are, are these citizens building this wall? <laughs> these are residents. <laughs> okay. Uh, if it took eight men ten hours to build a wall, how long would it take four men to build it? Twenty. Is that your final answer? Sure. Uh, the answer is, but yeah. Mikey, would you like to take the one more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, over here yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. smoking a bong hit. If it yeah. took eight yeah, men yeah. ten hours to build a wall, yeah, how long would it take four men to build it? Twenty hours. Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> Why not? No. The answer is no time at all. It's already built. <laughs> <laughs> see, Eight men took ten hours. <laughs> uh, that is so. See, I, can you caught me there. I got. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Ben. ben. No, you're on to Mike. You're on to Mikey. I got that wrong. I'm on to Mikey. Okay. All right, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> I love quizzes. If there are six apples, yeah, and you take away four, sure. How many do you have? Well, you know, the obvious answer is you have two, but this this is going to be a trick question, because otherwise, why would you have such an easy question? If there are six apples and you take away four, yeah, how many do you have? You still have six apples. No, you have four. You took you took the four. Oh, okay, that's what I mean. The trick question part. Yeah. Four. You have four. As because, Ben said, that. how many do you, <laughs> you have? Give it to his category. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll take that point. You have four. Okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Yeah, because I mean, you really have six. You know, you took four, but there's still two sitting there, so you could take them too. All right, this is for Ben. Ben? Yes. If you only had one match and you entered a dark room containing an oil lamp, some newspaper, and some kindling wood, which would you light first? My fart. Is that Illuminate the entire room, get a good. <laughs> yeah. Make sure Good no one comes in of for, what's going on. for a week. <laughs> All right. So if I entered a dark room, I had one match, kindling, uh, newspapers, and an oil lamp. Yep. The match. Oh, no. The match is already lit. The match. Correct. Oh, wait a second. Wait, wait, he already had the match lit. You assume. It's dark. He you, can't see what he's doing unless he lights that the match was match. lit. That disqualifies you now. Right. That's it. You're out. <laughs> you, that's not fair. <laughs> By the way, I would like the joint. Okay, here we go. Mikey, <laughs> you've, been, uh, you've been redeemed here. I'm losing. There These was, are trick questions, though. There was an airplane crash. Yeah. Every single person on board died, <gasps> but yet two people survived. How is this possible? They were Mutt and Callahan. <laughs> an airplane crash. Every, oh, yeah. every, Everybody dies. Every single person on board died. Okay. But yet two people survived. How is this possible? Every person on board died, but two people didn't. Every single person on board died, yet two people didn't. Two, yeah. yeah two the people pe- those two people weren't on the fucking plane. They were... <laughs> ben? That's impossible. Say it one more time. See? There was an airplane crash. Yep. Every single person on board died, but yet two people survived. How is this possible? They jumped. What is it? They were on the ground? They weren't on the plane. Here it is. Here's the answer. They were already dead. I'll ask the question again with <laughs> emphasis on one single word. Here okay. <clears throat> this is going to tell us, Ben, what the... the yes. It's the yes. trick part of the mm, question. Mm. There was an airplane <laughs> plane crash. <laughs> Tricky. <laughs> 
Every single person on board died. Oh, the married couple what? didn't die. Oh! Ah! But see, that's not even that's 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 a misnomer. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mikey, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I know. I, I want you now. Imagine you're in a sinking rowboat, okay, surrounded by sharks. Now, am I am I a legal immigrant? How, uh, Is he going from Cuba to Florida? Did you hear about those four illegal immigrants that uh, that drowned? Does he have Levon Hernandez on his boat? Cuatro Cinco. Elian Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, jeez. So what happened here? Im- what was it? Im- imagine you're in a... Hold on. <laughs> imagine you're in a sinking... Uh, imagine you're in a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks. How would you survive? Okay, let me just think for a second. Let me try to think clearly, like in in my emergency mode. This is part of an IQ test. Sinking rowboat. Yeah. Sharks everywhere in the water. Yep. How would you survive? And it's sinking down into the water. And I do I have oars? It doesn't say, does it? Imagine you're in a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks. Rowboats got to have oars because otherwise, how can they go? (laughs) How would you survive? (laughs) That's why they call it rowboats. Yeah. You hit him in the head yeah. with a shot. Uh, Is that your final answer? Uh, you fly <laughs> up into the sky, <laughs> away from there. I can tell Ben's been thinking about this now. Ben, what do you got? You just ben? get out and swim. Nobody said the sharks were alive. <laughs> but I'm not wrong. No, he's not wrong. But <laughs> not wrong. I may not be right. But, you're so but I'm not far wrong. From right. It's not funny. What I can only it? operate with what you give me. What is it, Smitty? This is not Common Core. <laughs> Imagine you are in a sinking rowboat. Oh, so- <laughs> you stop imagining. Oh, there it is. Oh. Oh. I kept missing that key oh. line. Uh. Yeah, see, this is like this is for people who are tripping on acid. Okay, we aren't. I'm not. Now, Mikey, want some? Yes. There's a question for you. Actually, this is for Ben. <laughs> yeah, this is for Ben. <laughs> okay. How many times can you subtract ten from one hundred? Well, the, the- one. One? <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. One? Why is it one? Once you, subtract, once you subtract it once, it's 90. Bingo. That's the answer. Ah, Next see, time you see, would Ben be... thinks that way. See? He's always looking for an angle on something. <laughs> and this, you know? concludes, this concludes our test. <laughs> I failed that test. You did. See, you know why? You know why? Because I think like clearly like a normal human adult, not like you... Freaky hippies on acid, <laughs> mescaline, <laughs> Oops. mescaline trippers. Um, okay, now it's time for a little on the road again, actually. On the road again. Should I blow my nose first? Go ahead. I can't wait to get on, on the road, road again. Come on. Oh. Mike Adams oh. is blowing his nose. Shrapnel. This segment brought to you by Kleenex. Oh, that's good. So now I can breathe. Like brawny paper towel. I, now I can breathe so well I could probably win in a race against high school women if I'd only have the transitional. Psych- Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> Mikey, I understand you have some stories from the road. I do. I yeah. do. And uh, as people don't know, maybe they don't know, maybe they do. I'm a Lyft driver now. I don't do it for the money. I'm not, a, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not a capitalist guy, you know, looking to improve my lot in life. I'm just doing it for the stories. For the heartfelt and heartwarming moments that you get when you have a, a long ride with someone you don't know real well. You get to know them a little bit. You learn a little bit. I mean, I picked up 
people from India and people from the Congo and people from uh, Puerto Rico and people from the Venezuela. I love the diversity of the writers I get, and it's really an education for me. But uh, let me start with uh, Yvonne. Now, she's not French, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> I picked up this lady in Worcester, and her name was Yvonne. Mm-hmm. And she got she came out to the car in a cane from a some kind of treatment center for her knee, I guess. She gets in a car, and she couldn't get in. It was very difficult for her to get in the car. When she got in, she kind of bumped her knee, and she went, Ah, oh, my fucking knee! <laughs> How old God, is this God woman? God damn it, fucking hurts! And I'm like, How old is this woman? I'd say 50. Okay. She had really strange hair and uh, a cane and a bad knee. So I said, Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. That's terrible. You know, uh, are you getting treated for it? She, yeah, yeah. she goes, My... Uh, my uh, insurance company or whatever didn't the state didn't uh, give me the uh, the proper kind of uh, benefits, so I can't get the the medicine I need for my knee. And uh, and she's complaining basically for five minutes about her knee and how the the state has screwed her over in getting their painkillers. Mm. So I said, well, that's too bad. You know, when the state gets involved in something, it just slows down. It's just awful. You know, I'm talking to her, and she said, you know, do you? She goes, uh, can you lend me twenty five dollars? Wait a minute. She asked you for this today? Next thing out of her mouth she's was, no, not today. This for, was last week. She's paying you for a ride. <laughs> she's paying for your lift. And it's going to be like four bucks in my pocket if I, if I do a good job <laughs> taking her across Worcester. So I said, you know, I don't really carry cash. And I had, you know, 100 bucks in my wallet. But I'm going to give her 25 bucks. I'll never see her again. Yeah. No. You know, Yvonne. So she's like, I'll pay you back. <laughs> yeah, okay. But first I got to find you and, and see you again. Yeah. So... She says, well, can you, can you uh, make a stop along the way? When you're Lyft driver, you're not supposed to make stops because then people can say, oh, okay, I'm going to stop here, 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 do all the grocery shopping, and you're basically sitting in the car waiting for them. Oh, yeah. it's, they have to put that into the app, the mm-hmm. stops they want to make. So I said, well, I'm not supposed to, but wh- what is it? She said, well, I know this lady, really nice old lady, who will, might loan me $25. I just want to stop at her house and <laughs> knock on her window and see if she'll – on her window? Yeah, and a- ask her if she'll loan me $25. Is she going to pay the fee? The what, fee comes out of what credit uh, credit card was used oh, okay, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I think it might have been a state, you know, card that oh. gave her the ride. So I said, okay. So I pull over in front of this old lady's house. She knocks on the thing. I'm waiting, waiting. And a lady finally comes to the door. The lady says, no, I don't have any money. Okay. Uh-huh. Now I got to drive her to her house. So I'm thinking, first of all, she's asking me to loan her $25. Can you imagine if you take a cab in New York and you say, hey, buddy, can you give me 50 <laughs> You're helping I mean, a damsel in distress. Not good, but and a classy one. Uh, yeah. You know, oh, my fucking knee hurts. <laughs> so that was a delightful ride. Now, but today, I got to tell you this story about today because this was really strange and sad for me. Oh, uh, what happened when you got no, no 25 bucks? She no, I got her 25 bucks. I dropped her off and I said, thank you. Next. Who's next? Because I had to she get out of She you a good rating? <laughs> I don't know if she gave me a good rating or not. She you sure follow up on she these sure, things. She sure should have. I have, a, I have a, by the way, I have a 5.0 rating as a Lyft driver. No one's ever given me anything but a 5 out oh. of 5. And I, I'm very proud of that. I'm more proud of that than the, you know, uh, 6.2 rating share I had on the Planet Mikey show. <laughs> Until Mutt came along. Now, uh, <laughs> By the way, I also you know I have weird names of streets. Choco Log Road. You've seen that on four ninety five one Route one forty six down in uh, near Uxbridge. Choco Log Road. I was just there yesterday. Can oh, yeah. you imagine? <laughs> you go there often, don't you? It's yeah. like a, who names their street Choco Log? I don't know. Are you sure that's the correct pronunciation? Somebody with a digestive situation. 
so today I pick up a guy, and this is why I brought this with me. This is a souvenir of the ride today. I pick up a guy at a hotel, and and he's... Is this, are you still lift driving? Yeah, today. This was today. Because I get confused. You pick up so many guys at hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I was lift driving today, and I get a call, and I, pick up, I go, and I get there, and the guy's on the phone out in front. He's got two giant suitcases, two boxes of, ju- of stuff, his stuff, like laundry baskets full of stuff, a backpack, two skateboards, and he's wearing a helmet. <laughs> For safety? So... I get there, and, I, and he's on the phone, and I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. After about 10 minutes, he gets off the phone. He goes, oh, you're the Lyft driver? I said, yeah. Anyway, I help him get his stuff into my car. There's a lot of stuff. And I'm thinking, this is not in my contract. But I did anyway because he seemed so hapless. So he gets in the vehicle, and we're talking, and he's telling me how uh, – you know, nothing's going real well for him, and oh, he's, he keeps. Christ. He says, "I keep losing all my good stuff, and I don't know who's taking it." But I think everything he had in his whole life, I packed into the trunk of my car for this ride to another hotel, mm. jumping from hotel to hotel. And he's telling me, you know, well, I, I you know, I have a problems, PTSD, and and uh, he was probably in his thirties, yeah. And and he's talking about his. Uh, his skateboarding and and how he how he you know has been living in this weird situation going from place and they, and how his girlfriend he broke up with her because she didn't understand him and his mother won't help him and she lives right over there but she won't feed me or anything and you know I was starting to get really really bummed out for the guy yeah and uh, then he's talking about how he smokes weed and how he needs it for this that and the other thing and I'm listening to him I had about a 15 minute ride with the guy. And then he says, you want some good reading material? And he pulls into his pile of stuff. He pulls out this. It's a National Geographic magazine with Leonardo da Vinci on the cover. And he goes, Leonardo da Vinci. He goes, that's good reading. He says, you should read this. And he puts it on my front seat. So I said, okay, thank you. Did you read it? (laughs) Not yet. It was just today. (laughs) Evelyn Wood, Speed Reading Dynamics. You never know. So uh, then I get a call from Jason. And I'm on the phone with Jason. Jason Wolf. Wolf. Now, yeah, on the phone, and we're talking about something else, and, and he's talking. He wasn't. Was he the passenger? Jason Wolf. <laughs> Has it really gone no, down no. that <laughs> that far no, since he called me on the phone, you, you, you nuts? <laughs> oh, God. So, so the guy's in the backseat talking, and I look back. He wasn't on the phone. He's talking to himself the whole time I'm on the phone with Jason. And I said, this, this poor guy really does have some situations going yeah, on here. Poor guy. And then I got, I hung up, and I looked back, and he says, "Oh, don't." He goes, "I was just uh, I, the voices in my head." He says, "I, I have to talk back to them, you know." And I'm just getting really, really more and more sad for this guy. Yeah. And then we get out of the car, and I unload his stuff in front of the the uh, the, the uh, cheap hotel that I dropped him at. I help him unpack the stuff and I'm putting it on the lawn in front of the place where you check in. And he turns to me, he says. Hey, you want to go fishing sometime? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, uh, I thought I probably would, yeah. you know, enjoy that. But I said, you know what? I'm really kind of busy. But I was so sad for that guy at that moment. I know. But he asked me to go fishing with him. He's probably getting where was this? Uh, Westboro to Framingham was the ride. Hmm. You, uh, st- you dropped him off at the Econo Lodge on Route Nine. No, uh, Red Roof. Oh. By the pike? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, red roof framing him. So he looked like Steve Buscemi, but with better teeth. 
<laughs> he did. He had that lost look in, on, in, on his face. Yeah. And, it, you know, his teeth, however, were straight. They weren't like free agents like Steve Buscemi's. Yeah, there, there should be a place for people like that where they can go and, and find comfort. Exactly. Because he was perfectly harmless, nice guy, but he just had some issues. And I, I, I almost wished I could have been, like, girlfriend more helpful him. to she him. She probably had enough, and mom doesn't know what to do with him. Terrible. Why didn't you give him the 25 bucks you were saving for Yvonne? You know what? If I'd only thought of that, you know? Yeah. If I hadn't spent it on rubbers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, just a warning for those of you that are thinking of taking Humira. Just one more for the road. Humira, is that one of those drugs? Um... Yeah, uh, as a matter of fact, it's a drug for arthritis. Yeah. And uh, if any of you are taking it and r- running into success with it, I, I apologize for this. You know, this is like one of those ads you see how great the, the drug is and what it does for you. And wow, you see happy people smiling on TV. And then you hear most of the commercial with the disclaimer. Right. Well, that's the problem. Most of the just because they, they take up so much time. For those of you who are Humira takers, yeah, are they aware of these facts? I just want to know. Want you to know about the serious possible side effects. Now, this is again. I know arthritis can be tough, but here's what you might get instead: serious infections, mm. including tuberculosis, oh. any infection caused by viruses, fungi, and I've always been a fungi. Well. Bacteria. <laughs> Hepatitis B. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> symptoms include muscle aches, feeling tired, dark urine, <laughs> skin or eyes that look yellow, little or no appetite, vomiting, clay-colored bowel movements. Ooh. I took a hundred pounds of clay. <laughs> Fever, chills, discomfort, skin rash. That's it, a pretty big list so far, but yeah. we're not done. Now, these are the possible side effects? <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> Allergic reactions, sw- uh, swelling of your face, hives, trouble breathing. Your lips, eyes, or mouth could swell. Nervous system problems. Numb, All this from numbness one pill. or tingling. Weakness in your arms or legs. Dizziness. Blood problems. Decreased blood cells that help fight infections. <laughs> A fever that may not go away. <laughs> Bruising or bleeding easily and looking pale. Heart failure. Oh, great. Shortness of breath. Swelling of your ankles and feet and a sudden weight gain. Dale. Immune reactions include a lupus-like syndrome, chest discomfort, liver problems, psoriasis, for God's sake. The heartbreak of psoriasis. You have, what is it, what is it what do you, what is, what's the original reason he took it? Oh, arthritis. Now you, you want to get rid of the arthritis? Here's your list. <laughs> Watch out for this shit, because all this shit can kill you. Now, I'm not knocking Humira. There might be people who really, really love it. Like, there was a time in my life I loved cocaine. But, <laughs> but thankfully, I got over it. And when, I when didn't you say, have heart failure. When you say time in your life, you mean decade, right? Decade? No, it wasn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. It was 80s, 90s, you know. Oh, decades. Well, one from one into the other. Not the whole decade. What do you think I am, an animal? Oh, 81 to 99. It's been 20 years in February, this coming February, so I'm, I, think I'm, I, think I'm, I think I've conquered that. Good for you. Yeah. However, I must warn you guys, there's one thing I have not conquered. What is it? Farting. Oops. Oh, man. Thanks for listening to episode 30 of the Planet Mikey Show. Where are you guys going? Hey, come back here. We're not done. Oh, that's terrible. My God. I guess we're done. I guess. (laughs)